This is a headgum podcast. This ain't that long term vision and investment. This is time to get that ink quicker than sexton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Mama Bear Mike Carnell, the host of the Twinovation Podcast. The podcast for all your schemes, dreams, misdemeans, cons, grifts, frauds, hustles. Any way you're making that money, we're here to talk about it. As always, I'm joined by my two oldest, weirdest, and best friends in the world, the identical Rosenberg twins to my left, David Rosenberg. Howdy, folks. How you doing? My right, Jeffrey Rosenberg. Hola, mis amigos. He's back. He's back. El Jefe's back. Boys, Me? how are we doing? How was our weekend? Superb. What'd you do? Uh, went to a, a lovely uh, uh, show in, in Lower East Side, New York City. Cats, called Cats. Have you heard of it? What, <laughs> what show? type of show? Comedy? Uh, no, no. It was musical. It was uh, a bunch of... Uh, Those are called concerts. You know, did you go to a concert? Yeah, but I feel weird calling it a concert if it's like, like just a music venue, you know? That's where concerts are. I don't know. Concerts to me are like Madison Square Garden. Were you, were you sitting Garden. or were you standing? We were sitting, but we had the option to stand. What kind of music? It was um, it was sort of like uh, uh, reggae, ah, reggae jazz, but it sort of had a, it was like sort of hippie music. They were talking about like GMOs and like you know, we talked about it. GMOs are actually good now. Yeah, and like weed solving cancer, that kind of stuff. They were making songs about how GMOs were good and how weed. That sounds yeah, and then honest brother. But the the lyrics were lame, but the music is it was Anna's good. Brother's band. Uh, it's Anna's brother's girlfriend is the lead singer, and she's a great singer. Uh, but the I was lyri- talking the to the lyrical him. content doesn't seem up my alley. Right. I mean, she didn't write it. Uh, she's a great singer. Hi, Carol. Uh, but. <laughs> Uh, that sounds cool. Mike was I take saying, back my lame comment. If you just listen to the podcast, I take it back. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd say it's great. I don't think she listens to it, but the mu- the music is good. But Mike's, uh, Anna's brother, uh, Mike, was saying, like, uh, you know weed is a GMO. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, which is something cool. I never thought of. See, dude, we're we're all kind of flipped about two weeks ago because one of you guys saw a, docu- mm-hmm. you saw a documentary, mm-hmm. Jeff. I'm on pro-GMO. And Neil deGrasse. If Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye, if it's good enough for them, which it is according to this new documentary... Uh, I'm cool. I'm sold. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually a little excited to take a bite out of a tobacco plant. <laughs> <laughs> Develop all new kinds of cancer. It tastes like grandma. Right. Well, if, if this is your... Oh, wait a minute. Do you smell that? Mm-hmm. It's this week's... Beef of the week. The segment of the show where we call out those who have wronged us. Does anyone have anyone they want to call out? I was on the train. Okay, Dave, take it away. Uh, this was like three days ago, and there were two slightly overweight people sitting uh, with the space between them. These were males. You're allowed to fat shame guys, I think. Yeah, you but, can fat shame Yeah, them. yeah. Uh, and so I tried to squeeze between them. To <laughs> you? The yeah. fucking 6'4", 230, but pure milk? I have a milk. skinny waist. I actually have you a have pretty a skinny, skinny waist. waist. Um and this one, guy, <laughs> this, this one guy elbowed me so hard, like, really? in the hip. And I just looked at him, and we just, like, stared at each other for, like, 20 seconds. Uh, <laughs> he, like, went out of his way to elbow you? Yeah. Man, it was very purposeful. That. He was um, like, oh, let me make room. Were yeah. they, do you think they were together? No, they definitely weren't together. What, describe the dude. He were was you intimidated like, by him? Uh, 
Yeah, no, not not enough to not have sat down next to him, but he was like probably like in his fifties, an older guy. We're talking like three hundo. No, no, he was probably like two fifty. The guy on the other side was much bigger, and I'm happy he didn't do anything. So yeah. I, I definitely when I sat down, I shifted I mean, that's more towards. You, to you shouldn't have sat down there, but you're kind of. I mean, I respect I like the that. move. I, I like love that the move, move a lot. But I mean, you. I'm glad that you were prepared for a fight and you stood up for yourself. I mean, I was not prepared for a fight. I just <laughs> thought I could give him the did crazy. You a, did you have a backpack on? Let me ask. You no, that. no. And mm. did you have to? Were you able to lean all the way back, or did you no? Have to I can't like, do that because my shoulders can can kind of butt like, out. They were just perched over a little bit. My 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 I'll tailbone is against the back seat, but okay. I'm kind of hunched forward because <laughs> you can't go all the way back because they've got that. Yeah, I'll uh, you know, I'll I'll fucking target very heavy set people to sit next to because. Most of the time, you can count on nobody really wanting to squeeze in. Oh, you're saying to sit two seats away from someone I that's sit, super I big. always leave a space in the middle between me and a headset <laughs> man, because so, a lot of people won't do it. Right. Well, I did but it. But you're not most people. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, lo- I feel like one day I'm going to get murdered on a train, because I start shit and talk shit. Yeah, I was wondering, like, if, if this guy stabbed me, could, can I, like, and he runs away... Am I able I to like you're... sue anyone? Can I sue the MTA? How, no. does, how does suing work? I don't um, think the fat I mean, guy if, is if running the, away. Bottom line is, if like the people don't, if the people you're suing are poor and don't have money, then you're, it's what are you going to get? I don't know. I feel like if you get, you got to get, on... you got to go after institutions and cities. Yeah, uh, the elbow did really hurt though. Yeah, where was sure it? It was did. like right, right in on the, the bone, yeah. right on the bone. You should have fucking elbowed his fat ass yeah, back. You should have elbowed him back. Definitely should have fucking clocked him and gotten in a full fucking fight. I don't know. It's like an older guy. So what? And what if he beat me up? And so did he you know break older eye contact? Kind of have like thick. So do people, like do big old fists, do, you know? When you get older, do your hands grow? I think, I think so. Knuckles I feel like every just, old yeah. man I've ever met has just like massive hands. Right, yeah. those knuckles. It's from cracking their knuckles, too. Yeah. I think that they myth has been Did I ever tell you about busted. the guy who said he was going to th- uh, bash my head in with a soda can on the train? With a... Oh, I wonder. <laughs> I like He was standing in the door, and I fucking just threw the shoulder in because he wouldn't get out of the way. And I had my headphones in, and I like went back and stood, and I was like directly across from him, and I like felt, I like just felt someone staring at me, <laughs> and I just looked up, and I like looked at him, and he was waiting for me to look, and he, I couldn't hear what he was saying because I had music in, so I like took my headphones, I was like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "How about I smash this fucking can into your head, fucking bumping into me?" And I looked at him with such an asshole smile on my face. I said, "All right," and I just put my headphones back in, and then just stared at him for two stops, much That's like you cool. did. Very Could you have cool. taken him or not? He probably would have taken. And it. was yeah. the can cracked? Well, we'll or was see. Because I actually the half while, full can probably wouldn't well, hurt. No. And while he's staring at me, I was already developed. Like I was gonna leg sweep him in the front and then take his back, like so trip him basically, yeah. like front leg sweep and then smash his head into the his face into the door. That's yeah. cool. Like if he came at me, I would let his momentum cool. come. I I get him in the front. I fucking pull. I him think over, you. I, I think you try head. and snatch the can out of his hand and like put that. Oh, like, kind of joker him. He's eating the can. Yeah, if he comes over to my direction, I like that a lot. He's eating the fucking. That's why people always think that like fighting is instincts. What you got to do is like. When you guys are staring each other down, be like, if this dude comes at me, like, what's my move? The smile. I don't know if I could ever do the smile. You got to smile. I do the dead stare. Smile and keep your headphones in. What if and he that had... way he's just talking and you're just like not hearing it and smiling at him. What if he had, what if he had uh, the teardrop tattoo on his face? What would you do? Yeah, that's a game changer then for I think, sure. Yeah, that's a change. I had a you guy know, follow like me down the street. I'm up in weight class like, and that's not cool. 10 blocks. I like looked at this guy. Like I saw he had uh, the teardrop tattoo. I kind of like glanced at him and he like looked at me 
a little long. I like held eye contact for a little bit because oh, no. I do that, but I didn't do it purposely. And then I like keep walking. I turn around. He's still following me. I turn around. He's still following me. Like three <laughs> blocks later, he's still following me. <laughs> At that point, you're like fucking freaking the fuck out. Oh a little yeah, bit, right. Have I told the story about the psycho dude who followed me down this road one time? And I like ran. I like act. I was just, like, <laughs> I either have to like fight this dude to the death, or like I have to like run to my car. Yeah. <laughs> it was like five in the morning. I was going to shoot, and I had like it was four in the morning, and I had like a tripod on my back. And so, like, and this also wasn't, like, a dude who started shit, and I got to, like, protect my rep. Like, it, mm-hmm. it was weirder than that. I was walking one way on a sidewalk. He starts, like, he is in, like, a an undone straitjacket. Like, not joking. No an undone <laughs> Walking the opposite direction of me. As I pass him, in my peripheral, I see him cross the fucking road behind me, and then now walking behind me. All alone, Los Angeles, four in the morning. Weird. Like, I used to live in, like border of hollywood where you'd like see there was like some drugs and shit there's yeah, some weirdos yeah. i'm walking i'm scared right now yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm walking and i'm like all right this dude, this dude like crossed on purpose and is now walking behind me and again i'm like that's how you win fights is you're like what are my options i'm like if he comes at me if i hear any footsteps i just fucking fucking wind up with this tripod and if i kill him by hitting him in the head then i kill him and i deal with it right like afterwards agree. um but you got to go headshot on that because like body's not going to do shit mm-hmm. so i'm then i'm like let's peek behind you see what he's doing this motherfucker sees me peek behind and then pretends that he's a mailman at (laughs) four in the morning and goes up to a mailbox and is like looking at me and like pretending to put mail fake envelope yeah no envelopes no envelopes just like miming being a mailman and that's when i was like (sighs) that's full crazy right i was like he's crazy this tripod's not enough i'm like on my way to work and i was like the car's like half a block away why don't I just like sprint to the car, get in, gun it down the street. I'll run his ass over if he fucking comes at me. Mm-hmm. And so I like fucking booked it, took off for the car, hopped in, gunned it down the street. And I was like prepared to run this man over and be like, he was fucking crazy. Uh, but I never saw him. He was all up off. in court. I have a quick question. He was about after this. me. He was, that was his last mailman <laughs> shift, sir. <laughs> the teardrop thing, Going though, postal. it's like it's different for either side, right? Like there's a scary side and then there's I don't know one the where rules. there's it's like a death in the family side. Also, do you think that there are people out there who are just faking it with the, the teardrop? Totally. But like, who am I to not guess? Worth, not worth the risk. I, <laughs> yeah. I think teardrop. Don't. He also had them. a shaved head. You know, like he was, the guy. Was <sighs> you fucking, know, yeah, it was so scary. Yeah, it was so scary. There's like people where listen. I'm all about protecting your rep and standing up for yourself, but like you always have to read the room. And if you're out, if you're at, if you're if it's pretty clear that this isn't going to go your way, don't like fucking get the shit kicked right. out of you to like protect your reputation. Because also, there is no such thing as your reputation. You guys aren't for you guys don't like like if at, like if you're at my wedding, I'm you're, a not tough gonna be like, guy. you're not going to be like, yeah, Mike's really tough. He gets in fights all the time. It's like what? Nobody cares. It's not even an admirable trait. That just means you're looking for trouble. Well, it just makes me think we should all kind of have like retractable batons on us at all times well, that's, a, that's a, actually a like good those, segue jeff huh, and if this is your first time listening like i presented a problem to jeff mm-hmm. he was like hey here's what we need that's what this show is all about it's not beef it's not you know what we did we're here to talk about how to make money and again if this is your first time listening each of us will take a turn we'll present our scheme of the week it could be an invention it could be an app idea uh re- really there's no limits you know it's as, as big as your imagination can make it uh, and as always to start us off, our resident guru, a man who doesn't just think outside the box, quite frankly, he is the box, 
Big Papa Plump, the most smelly with the most belly, David Rosenberg. Howdy, ladies and gentlemen. What do you got for us, bud? What's allow your scheme to, of the week? Allow me to pose a question. Mm-hmm. What's the worst thing about the NSA? You know, we for, we kind of forgot about the NSA for a bit. You know, we've yeah, been so stuck in this, uh, the word, the he who must not well, be named. Actually, Secretary of Defense Ash Carter <laughs> just recommended that uh, President Obama terminate the head of the NSA. So we'll really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, very interesting. You're, be, you're becoming more well-read, I've you noticed. Know, I, very well-read. You know, yes. just a quick tangent and here's what i started you know i started to feel angry after the election mm-hmm. everybody knows mm-hmm. one of the things i saw recommended was hey subscribe to new york times subscribe to the washington post pay newspapers who actually will do the journalism and so now i just read the times and the post you I know like that Not it really allows post. conversations to go a lot smoother you know because now are you, are you only doing the weekend times or are you doing no i read it every morning because i used to like just like oh Sports you don't Center's get garbage. the print you just go to the website i go on my ipad pro and i have the print edition and so Lovely. i sit and i have a coffee and i and i catch up on the world but anyway Beautiful. to answer your question david mm. i yes. think it you know why are they listening to my shit yeah. well the question is what's mm. the biggest problem with the nsa yes i think they're uh they got too many people listening to too many conversations that are they don't matter you know I think we need uh, elite force listening to the most important stuff, not not our conversations. Yeah, but they're not going to start micro-focusing like that. They'd rather listen to everybody. And if someone hits a keyword like in Born Identity, Black Briar. Black Briar. <laughs> we got to hit. Uh, sir, someone just said Black Briar. You've been activated. Dudes, come through the window in Nick's studio. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Oh, uh, there's no snacks here. Oh, we're going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Davey, continue. Yeah, that's that's right. Folks are invading the privacy of millions of Americans and potentially the entire world. But allow me to pose another question. Mm-hmm. What's the best thing about the NSA? Well, they, they protect us, I guess. I'm not even really sure what they do. What that's do they right, do that's folks. Different? They're invading the privacy of millions of Americans and potentially the entire world. And that's something that Davey likey. Because if there's one thing that's truly <laughs> oh, no. scalable, it's people's infatuation with eavesdropping. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. There's no greater feeling in the world than being a fly on the wall and gaining access to information that you weren't supposed to be privy to. Cool. It's that feeling inside all of us where we like to be the suave secret agent, the James Bond here, Carmen San Diego, if you will. There's just something wholly fulfilling about being hidden in plain view that makes even the most boring of conversations exciting. And that's why in this day... You should see the conversation with Gene Hackman. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Brill. Uh, and that's why on this day, in this room, I'm proposing a new kind of... NSA partner app where you can pay 99 cents to listen to any random person's phone conversation, mm. but only for the legally allotted amount of time, which is, you know, under 59 seconds or under a minute. And then you're rerouted to which a new convo. So this is sort of like a chat roulette, folks. Yeah. Uh, type Ooh. of scenario. But the and real. This is conversations they've cleared, right? Uh, no, these it, live it, or it, pre-recorded? This, these are all going live, baby. Switching you in? Oh yeah, that's how we do it, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, live is live is live, folks. Just and, phone calls? Uh, as opposed to like a voicemail or a text. text? Mm, the, yeah, I like just phone calls because a text is something that you know you could throw up online, and you know that you know. You don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to get into the legalities of that. Um, Not at all. So, so this is sort I of. You know, all right. Finish yeah, your pitch. Yeah, and I'll ask finish them. So, so reality television was a groundbreaking format that changed TV in the 2000s, and now I want to apply that to the cellular phone biz. Only this time, it's so real, it just might be addicting. So this like NSA a, like a mobile veritas, a cinema veritas. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 Gandolfini. Uh, 
This NSA-sponsored app is called Shh. And like I said, it will run you 99 cents. But that small price can potentially give you access to an Orlando Bloom conversation. Or more likely, a middle American farmer talking about the new stop sign at the intersection in town. Mm. So, boys, let me ask you one thing. Do you want to be on the right side of history with Shh? Can't you hear me now? Yeah, very nice. All right, I'll have to do it for today. Let's clap it out for him. Actually, one of your uh, most well-written pitches, uh, and I love that, you know... Well-written. <laughs> I believe the correct term is written, sir. Uh, listen, if they're going to... We're not going to stop them. We can't stop them from spying on us. There's no way we'll ever stop them. They'll never do They'll it. They'll just hide it better. They might as well pay for their own fucking budget and let us get in on the fun, you know? That's what I'm saying. Because I'm saying that this should fund the, the NSA, then. If they want to go spy on us, we get to listen and I guess we'll pay you. Yeah, we should totally get oh, a wait, listen. Gonna, no, as citizens of the country, like what what gives someone else the right to listen well, to I'm a saying, conversation Matt, maybe, and not maybe us? This, maybe this funds humanitarian projects and gives you know the NSA a, a, a better light to look at. You know, a like little, people like PR. Yeah, it's good. Maybe PR people aren't so bad. If huh? you just listen to them, maybe people aren't so bad. That's all I'm saying. You know, all of a sudden you're experiencing unfiltered conversations in Americana or abroad because I think we're doing it. Everywhere, actually. Oh, but if you think we're <laughs> That just, might just be emails. So. Yeah, I'm sure our government was like, let's keep it stateside. I don't think so. They're everywhere. But. Well, they're listening to us more than anyone else. Yeah, if true. you guys saw Snowden. No. But, but don't you think, is like, there, is there any part of you that's interested in, like, oh, I wonder what, like, a random person is talking about somewhere? Yeah, you know, I forgot my headphones on the train on Wednesday. And I was forced to listen to people's conversations, and it was great. And even if it's boring, it's kind of like, huh. This lady who I'm sure works at like a boring marketing thing was like, you know, talking about how uh, the struggles of going from being like an artist at a graphic design place to like getting promoted, and now I'm a manager. And she's like, "Am I losing? Like, is my knife not sharp anymore? Am I losing it? Like, am I?" Did she's you like, tell her "Yes, yeah, I did. I stood up and like, yes." She's <laughs> like, "Am I going to be the old person that that kids are like? Oh, she doesn't. Oh, she, you she's already are, manager. man." She's like, "Cause I felt that." She, so it was like genuine, like a cool human conversation. Yeah. It's almost I like, like a humans of New York type of scenario here, but uh, you know, you're you're not really getting permission it's to talk just, to these people. Yeah, I know. I mean, how do you think? What did, I mean? Tell me about your PR strategy because that's a big part of this business. I think. You know, how you, are you going to spin this so people are into it? You know, I, I think uh, a groundswell will sort of take care of that. You know, I, I think uh, you know every the silent majority uh, mm, of people. You know, that's you a know, very sensitive you, term. You, you go to you go to a restaurant and you're sitting next to a table. Like, what are these people talking about? You know, it's like this American life, but it's you know a little but bit in, more real. It's unfiltered. Second, uh, I've been thinking about that lady uh, on the train so. for like a week, right? Straight. You know, like and and I think that's you know and and this could be used for good. Like, yeah, you, know, you know, what one of the hardest things i and one of the easiest things to tell people is to have empathy but you really can't like learn empathy from no, reading out of a book it. you know you you know you could but like you know it's, it's actually hard like, to, like you want to know the scientific way that yeah, you develop yeah. empathy there's this thing called and smile Jeff, you might remember when we went to poland and we flew back from germany remember i sat next to that neuroscientist oh my god and i talked to him for like fucking four hours mm-hmm. this like polish neuroscientist who i looked it up is like top of his field uh, really specialized in like verbal stuff, and he worked with. He was telling me he worked with Pixar to like. Certain kids were getting scared at the wrong points in Pixar movies, 
and they figured out that it was the inflection and like when they were raised when the characters were raising their voices at the wrong time. Oh, so wow. they like brought this dude in to be like, oh, that's why they're scared here, blah blah blah. But I was just asking him basic questions. That's very cool. And he was talk- telling me about mirror neurons. Okay, mirror neurons. You know, it's, I think it was at the time. Are you like a smart dude now? Yeah, I can't <laughs> he's got the New York Times subscription. And it changes babe. your life. So it, basically, what that is is if you once. You at one point in your life you were carrying groceries and the bag broke on you and your groceries like spilled out and mm-hmm. you felt fucking shitty about it. Right, your brain saves that and when you see someone else carrying groceries and their bag breaks, it's like, hey, remember that? Like, poof, same feeling. Right, that sucks. It's how like, and it's also how people can look at a diamond and have diamond experts can like hold the diamond, look at a diamond and look at cubic zirconian and be like, I remember what that feels like and what it's supposed to look like and i can look at this and this isn't right mm. but it's how you de- it's how you develop because you have memory stored it stores it in these neurons and when you see someone something bad happen to someone comes right back so maybe like a youtube channel of just like shitty situations that people have yeah maybe we start just training empathy into kids and just and just maybe making a bunch of maybe kids just need bad things maybe to an, happen a, to yeah them. an empathy class instead of gym class you know like i i'm very sympathetic I'll, for uh we'll bully you you'll get yeah, bullied. Yeah, you get bullied non-stop that's but, my fear without with getting rid of bullying is that people won't know it's bad i couldn't that's agree more interesting because i mean i yeah, could not agree to more experience the shame and the pure fucking right. embarrassment. You, you don't become bullied. a hero unless you were a Clark Kent at one it's point. It's why in I your stopped life. being a bully because at you know? some point someone bigger than me bullied me. You know? Nick, you don't like that bad. analogy? You have to be the loserly nerd to, to, to become the, the man that wants to save everyone. That's true. Yeah, but he had class. You know, I think it was it's teased. semantics at that point. He was always Superman. It's no, semantics. I think he was teased as a young kid. Wasn't he was. He? he didn't know his powers, dude. The glasses, maybe. He didn't know his powers, and he was a freak. freak. And Nick, maybe it's not. Maybe he was always strong, but you know, you still have to learn how to socialize. And he was a goddamn outcast. Just having muscles. Superman was a goddamn outcast. They should have made Superman ugly, though. (laughs) Well, no, nobody wants to look at an ugly superhero. Yeah, give me a. It's why Michael Shannon's the evil guy. (laughs) Great guy. Don't want him to. Anyway, Dave, let's keep talking about what's the name of it? Shh. And it's only ninety nine cents. Yeah. 99 cents per you, it's not like minute a you monthly, listen to, or you, we get. It's a monthly thing. It's a recurring how, monthly how, how fee. Much is it it's monthly? 99 cents a month. That's and we And we can log it's on, nothing. Any, log on anytime. Log on anytime and listen to anyone's conversation by random. It like pops up. Random. And can you filter it by language so that you can, like, I don't want to listen to people speaking Spanish because I don't know Spanish. But, so but maybe that it. will give you empathy for Spanish speakers. Mm. That's, that's interesting. But how if I don't understand what they're saying? Maybe the inflection, you'll want Michael, to understand the inflections. what they're saying. The infl- it's all in the inflections, it's the man. Inflections, Wait, so ni- like, I want to settle on some prices because we're about to decide if we're into it. 99 cents per month, and I can listen as much as I want. Yes. All right. And this money is going towards empathy school? No, the NSA's <laughs> budget. They can pay for themselves. If they want to spy on us, I think they should pay for themselves. It's up to you, though, Dave. What do you mean they, they should, I think that that should, this be should be free? It shouldn't be taxpayers' money. It should be people, the fly on the wall This should money. fund the NSA's budget, like however much the, they make from the this. $400 trillion budget. I doubt it's that much, <laughs> sir. You'd be surprised, Mike. They have big big facilities out there in Hawaii, well, Dave, number one. Are they in Hawaii? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's where Snowden was. They're everywhere. Well, you tell us where uh, 
Like, where, where does this money go? Is it just for profit? So I, I think after listening to so many conversations, you know, there could be monthly or, you know, annual polls where, you know, all the subscribers can be like, hey, you know, I've heard that, like, you know, a lot of people are upset about this. Let's let's can we donate all the money to uh, uh, this type this is of America, bud? Where are the profits going? The profits? The profits are going back into our culture, folks. And that's empathy. Is that, how, that sounds like a good way to get the PR on your side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going into pro-GMO funk reggae shows. So I'm basically a consultant for the NSA here. And I'm taking a little cream off the top. Hey, you got to get paid. But, but, you know, no one knows Uh, about that. Kind of a quick disclaimer for listeners. If I was wrong about mirror neurons, don't even tell me. <laughs> it was like it's like a really nice memory I have on the plane. I don't want to know if this dude was wrong. If I'm misremembering it, just like take the story for what it was and don't even look it up or tell me. It's a really nice memory I have. All right, so Jeffrey, let's. let's, let's well, I just want to say this yeah. is the only way to. Uh, enjoy unfiltered media i think we have a problem with overproducing stuff kind of like last week i want i want the camera that can record without you knowing you're being recorded what do you really like motherfucker what do you mean with gabrus the the like mirrored lenses on your iphone Uh, what was that called again uh hell if i know (laughs) listen to the last episode if you haven't already all right well jeffrey let me ask the question we all want to know the answer to Mm. for david's The 99 cents a month, you know, it's basically chat roulette for spying. Yeah. Um, you get unfiltered conversations. Like Dave said, it's one of, it's the only way to really get unfiltered conversation mm-hmm. out there. Um, so, and uh, are you in as a customer investor or both? Uh, you know, I like to think of myself as a bit of an exhibitionist. And I would very much enjoy seeing other people or hearing other people uh, do a similar thing. You know, you get a taste of, of how the world works without being in your own bubble. We've been hearing a lot about this bubble lately, oh, yeah. and I, I, I'm out. I want out of the bubble, and I'm in as an investor. I want out of the customer. bubble, too. Right? And, and Dave, I'll say it. I'm in as a customer and investor. I, I want it. out of the bubble. Like how, the bubble. how else are we supposed to know what's going on in Topeka unless we you know, go to their you know, daily yeah. newspaper website? I mean, granted, you know? if, if your beliefs are different than mine, then you can fuck off. <laughs> but I do want Hard. out of the bubble. There's some nice things. There's definitely there. a bubble. And you know, I think we all need to open up our eyes and maybe our ears our to shh. All right, well, let's hear it from Dave. Very nice, Dave. Very nice. Great job, dude. Huge Maybe nice it's the idea. Sunday afternoon. It's always our Sunday afternoon ones mm-hmm. that are the best. Mm-hmm. Well, we're double recording, so my next idea is not okay, going to be great. too. Well, don't tell not people be too we're double recording. Plum. They need to think no, we're never doing tell it. people we're double. Shut the fuck up. Someday we do six, seven. Episodes. That's, that's what I'm saying. The, all this stuff is overproduced. You, you know? dry snitching bitch. <laughs> all right, here we go. Next up to the plate. The more feminine of the two twins with a, a, a softer jaw, softer eyes, and a colder heart, hmm. Jeffrey Rosenberg. What do you got? Scheme of the week. Allow me, if you will, to pose a question. What is the most desired piece of property in the world? The White House. Like real estate you're talking about? Maybe. Pretty good answer for me, though. Very good answer for you, Michael. Property. Um, <clears throat> like That's r- right. Beachfront. Oh, no, yeah. type. Yeah. type. Type of property. Yeah. No, I saw you know my White House. You were right cool. actually on, on on if we were thinking specific property. Yes, the White House. Yeah. 
day. What would you have gone with, actually? It doesn't matter anymore. I was going to say, like, a diamond is like a property that mm, you okay. would have. Oh, Wrong. Sure. I, Incredibly wrong. Like, honestly, <laughs> so wrong that I think we should move on. Uh, actually, beachfront properties are located by the ocean, and that's where diamonds are formed and pearls and clams and stuff. Okay. So, moving on. Moving on. Guys, with Trump's outright denial of climate change and his choice of a staunch climate change skeptic, Myron Bell. I don't know how to pronounce it either, but I get it. I know hey, I read the New York Times. Guys. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> We're in for a real treat. And as we know, true entrepreneurs know that it's in moments of crisis that real wealth can be made. Wow. Once Trump officially cancels the Paris Climate Agreement... He better yeah. not. I actually don't think... That's when we start buying, folks. My crack team of cartographers and climatologists are currently working on maps of future beachfront oh. property. Oh. Okay. In 20 to 30 years, with the help of the sea level rising and shoreline erosion, my properties will be primed for flipping. That's great. Okay, places like uh, Southern Louisiana, your inland Florida panhandle. Oh yeah, I mean, no, I mean the, I mean New Orleans is gone. Oh, absolutely devastated. And I can't disclose a couple of these other locations because it's top secret. It's top secret. I don't want people buying it. Our kids are gonna like take fucking. field trips to new orleans to like go underwater and mm. see the old town well that towns. actually sounds pretty cool mike and that's a, my scheme for in about that's oh, like really scuba really cool. diving yeah. no that's like good. all those what was them uh dash so tomorrow sad, where they go under oh so cool seeing cities underwater really in rad. movies people are really gonna i think it. it's the coolest shit yeah anyway continue huh well really the only question is who wants the share of my myron realty I oh, you're naming name. it after the fuck face? oh yeah we're naming you know it he's after like he's so notorious he's like banned from like the fucking House of Representatives or whatever from England because he was he was like rude to people when he, <laughs> he <laughs> and was I like thought so they were rude. like already rude as like a like a parliament aren't like British he, he people already so rude. He was so rude in his uh, basically like being he was an asshole to them like in denying climate change. He was so rude that they're like you can't come back. Get out of here, Myron. Jesus Christ. I'm spraying aerosol inside. So tell How me a little bit one? like what so they're out Basically figuring out where the shore is going to be. Where the shore will be. And how long do you expect these properties to reach full uh, profit potential? That's uh, a term I just made uh, up. It's, it's a great FPP. term. I actually think it's, we're Ooh. thinking 20, 20 to 35 years. But you know, once once the the oceans rise, it's like a bond. They don't rise anymore. You know, once we're once we're out of our ice, you true? know, yeah. Once the glaciers are done, how can how can we keep rising? I don't know if that's a thing. Rise up. <laughs> Oceans. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it actually works, but I like it. But so you can actually you can draw this map, and you know where it's going to end. It's you have you have your subterranean, you have your elevation, you know where the water ends up. And sure, they can try and build these walls, but we all know that wall is never getting built. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll say this: is that there's one if there's one thing that people are going to want once you know millions of Americans are displaced by you know global warming. They're going to want you to jack the prices up on those houses. <laughs> oh, yeah. You better believe we're jacking <laughs> yeah, those gonna prices be, up. You know, supply and demand, man. There's mm-hmm. only so many beachfront mm-hmm. houses left, and y'all motherfuckers better start buying it up. <laughs> are, can I ask, are you planning for uh, that That property is existing when all the ice is melted? Like, are you going all the way to the end? Or is it like an exponential growth where like... You're are you saying, buying like a bunch? Yeah, are you buying a bunch? Uh, are you talking about the same location? Am I going like inland a bunch, or am I finding this one one like perimeter? You're saying does my perimeter in the entire United States change at all? It does not. Okay, it does not. Okay, because we know we know the final solution and where it's. going You've got end. the best guys. 
You've got the best cartel. Does that got mean, the- you know, I'm, I'm so curious. Does it mean that the, the beaches are going to come in? Or does it just oh, mean yeah, like that's the water the beach is, is simply like, erosion? That's actually a good The water is going to come up and it's just going to be like a bunch of trash. It's not like there's know? just automatically going to be like a, a sandy beach. beach right. It's going to no, be but, like, is it just going to be like water covered mud wood? It's going to well, be like swampy, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it's almost. more swampy. <laughs> it's actually a little worse. But it took centuries for that sand to form. Yes, but right. uh, we, you also, don't forget, you have the ocean view. It's not just the beach aspect. It's, the, it's, it's like that, garbage you're, it's that you're on the water. <laughs> but you can't charge as much, right? Uh, you can, char- you like, can charge four to five times the normal price. But when you say you're price. on the water, <laughs> like so a like, sewage almost. All right, so for instance, say hypothetically, right. your mom's house, Hamden, Connecticut. Yes. The water comes up to there. Mm-hmm. Isn't there just like asphalt and like grass? Uh, I think for the first couple Underneath years, the but then you have the tide system, which uh, like ecologically every everything kind of and filters itself out. I think it takes a long time for that. It does I take a long time. A lot of tra- I think the the beach isn't a place that you can take your kids to swim anymore. Now, am I saying, hey, you know, that's still good property? Sure. I don't think it's beachfront. I think it's waterfront. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, again, Michael, semantics, which has been a theme in this episode, but uh, uh, you, you, there are yeses and nos to all questions. Yes. And no. All I'm saying is, are you worried about you won't be able to charge the same amount because you won't actually have the Well, beach. look, we're not, saying, we're not saying prices are what they are now. We're saying they're higher than what I'm buying them for. Okay? So it's not... It's maybe it's not Hampton prices, but we get there in another 30, 40 years following my 20, 35 And you're not building years. the houses. You just got no, the we're lands. Fl- it's we're like, simpl- hey, we're the simply plot. flipping. <laughs> and, you, and people, you know, if a developer wants to come in, bring in their own fucking sand, by all means, do whatever you want with the property. Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> but at Myron, we only do the flipping. Okay. We actually brought in our own sand for Lambda Chi Alpha Beach Party circa 2007 to 2012, and it's harder than you think to lug oh, that We got stopped around. in 2012 because of our racist and homophobic. <laughs> That's not true. Thread. We were not like that. <laughs> Although they did hate the Jews, that's yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they did. Virginia boys? Good thing I got a tiny little Christian nose. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, well, Jeffrey, I mean, how do we, like, is, I guess, well, I'll ask well, you, the question. You can, come in, you can come in to the firm. Gotcha. All right, so, David, I'll ask the question. And, and Myron, Myron Realty? Myron Realty. For uh, Jeffrey's Myron Realty, you know, cartographers of the future, the new beachfront, once the, the polar caps have melted and, and the oceans rise, there will be new beachfront property replacing the current one. Are you in as a customer, investor, or both? I love the idea. I love the idea. I love the idea. I love the idea. <laughs> but are we talking 50 years, man, or uh, 60 it, years? It, it, if anyone's looking to make kids. And if you're no. looking to make the real bucks, you, you put a little in now, and then, you know, you're only going to be 50 then, 60. Like, yeah, that's, that's young. These it's days, quite, no, it's quite young, especially with medicine. Thirty in two weeks, so fifty years from now, I'll be eighty. No, I, I said twenty. I said twenty to thirty-five Three years weeks. for this to happen. What did I say? No, I guess like two weeks. Yeah. Oh, shit, Oof, that's oh, rough. Shit. I'm worried about being thirty. I just you you, you well, watch these idea, you watch these friends <laughs> episodes. Rachel freaked out when she turned thirty. Now I'm Rachel's age. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, like about <laughs> that actress now, and she looks great, and she's really doing really well. That's true. Uh, I am not in because I think it's just, it's it's a great idea. I love the idea, dude. I love it. 
but it's just too far down the line for sure. me. Hey, that's how true wealth term. is made, though. Dave. It really is. You go, I'm you go in on the pennies. dynasty, though. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to eat steak and cheeses for myself every night. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm okay. doubling up on that steak and that cheese because mm-hmm. I know I'm not going to be around for another hundred years. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, Jeffrey, um, unlike David, I am building a dynasty. Oh. You know, and the Carnell brand's been getting stronger. And I think you've been you've been privy to it. You've been you've been watching me build it up. I love it. It's never been higher. Yeah. Um, quite frankly, from where we started in in, in two thousand six, getting kicked out of college to where we are now. Mm-hmm. If you invested early, like mommy and daddy did, boy, you're looking great. I am looking to build a dynasty. Mm. And one way that you build that beautiful beachfront property. That's right. You got to so, go buddy, real ocean front. Customer and an investor. Oh, love it. I buddy. would like. I'll say this. This is a negotiation tactic. Mm-hmm. I'll come in as an investor, but I want first dibs. On your own piece? Yeah. Of course. I want No, and I'm talking after you, I get to choose. You're talking about for <laughs> where, where you get a... Where a, my a, plot is. Oh, you, baby, you got your pick of the litter. You, get, you can pick 20 plots. Because I might go out west. People forget. People think like, oh, it's just East Coast. Nah, man. California is about to have a new little... So maybe I'll go to Alaska. I don't know. You don't want to go to Alaska. Maybe I'll go to Hawaii. You definitely want to go to Hawaii. I want first dibs. You know, we can actually find little little spots in the Caribbean, you know, some volcanic spots oh, and the sea level yeah. really rises and all of a sudden you got a little Now that's how you got get a little infinity front. pool by a volcano. <laughs> how about that, bud? scarier to me. How about that? <laughs> I'm also scared of the ocean. But yeah, I'm in as a customer investor, I just want first dibs. You got it, buddy. All right, let's hear it for Jeffy. <laughs> a very good idea though, Jeff. That's a great idea. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Guys, you know what time it is. It's time for uh the mother whose udder we all suckle from. Oh god. Mike Connell. It's grosser every week, every time you do that. Boys, what's your favorite food? Chicken wings. All right. Well, I mean, what's What'd a food you that you like that's not your favorite? I said honey nut Cheerios. Fair. You know, it's yeah. almond flavored. That's the nut. Really? Oh. I just found that out. You the nut are and honey like nut blowing Cheerios. my mind today. Guys, dude. get a New York Times subscription. <laughs> this episode brought to you by well, the Washington Post. Actually. Oh my god! Use coupon code Twins. I'm still <laughs> dumb and don't know grammar or syntax, but I do have more interesting anecdotes. Mm. Um, guys, I'll just say, who here likes steak? I do. Me too. Nick, do you like steak? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What is a characteristic of a well-cooked steak? Marbling. Mar- I mean, well like, like, steak. Like, what, what's like a good, like, um, like Jeffrey, how do you cook a steak? Because no, I know that. I cook it? Yeah. Like, what you do you do? He steams it. Do you sear no, it? It's no, awful. No, do you yeah. do a quick sear you, you, you and then do a bake? The, you do two to three minutes sear on each side and then you bake it. What, can I ask you, why do you sear it? Uh, some people mistakenly believe it's to keep the juices in. That is wrong. You're doing it for, uh, it's called the, the Mallard reaction, and that actually gives you that nice, crispy, uh, you want that sear for the, the, the taste because it, it, it fizzles, it burns, and it gets... So it tastes a, good. It tastes good. It's, and it does somewhat keep the juices in. <laughs> uh, it's a myth, but Not sure. as much as people think, but like it's for the taste, right? Yeah, it's for the taste. Mm, guys, what happens when you slice into like a well-seared steak? How much of that tasty seared meat are you actually putting on your tongue? Or is it mainly just like pinky meat? Oh, I see. Uh, the ah. surface area. I guess the, not like, a lot of surface say, area on the char. Ten percent, if that. What if I told you I figured out a way <laughs> to do more charring? <laughs> I like that a lot. May I introduce my newest product in my culinary line, Mama Bear's utensils? Mm. It's called the Shear Shank. 
Okay, guys. So what this is, uh, you know how they slice steak into like thin strips for you? Oh, yeah. Strip steak. What this is, (laughs) is hardcore heat. This is top line technology. Imagine a fishing line string, right? Yes. Super sharp, but it's hot as fuck. It's hot as fuck. And it's, it's like... There's like six or seven of them, so you can press down on the steak. It cuts right through it, and on its way down, it sears the wound as it cuts it. I love that. So now every single strip of your steak... You know, because that's what I'm saying. The surface area, right. the amount of seared you're getting. That's just, after it's cooked, you're saying? It's you do after that? it's cooked, yeah, and you're like, I need to slice this for people. And wow. you're searing as you do it. And it, it does save juices. It does save juices. <laughs> you kind of cut into my juice pitch that I was going to do. And I was very upset that you mentioned the, the juices isn't true, because I think it does save juices. But it also, that's just more flavor. Is oh, there yeah. anything better? And also, like, sometimes the trouble I have with red meat is it really feels like I'm eating meat. Right, And right. I love the crispy ends. I love the crispy top. I want more crispiness, so it's not just like flesh. So like I'm meat eating. chips, almost. Well, it's not that you... It's well, still it's the same. that it's, far, Dave. <laughs> it's the same as like any other steak in terms of width, but I'm just searing where I cut, and it's not just like opened red meat. Right, right. Well, I mean... Wow, Michael. No, number one, it reminds me of like, you know, those like they have those cool little egg color, egg cutter. That's things. actually where this is. Sarah and I were making eggs and she was using it. And those things are fucking and I was like, dope. And we were talking and I was like, it would be cool to do that with steak. But also like when you push down, you're going to push out all the juice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it needs to be so hot. I think if you sharp if, that it goes. I think uh, with with your innovation, the fact that you're like it does retain the juices because now all sides are seared yeah it didn't retain the juices before because you only had the top and bottom of it of it you know that's true so and now you're gonna, when you're i want to let that steak rest for about and you're gonna want to let and right after it's done resting take your shear saying and now you've got 10 12 strips of steak and you can even dice it the other way so it's just like all like crispy seared mm. meat and you can do this for chicken too because there's nothing better I was than just going to say chick you can do it for fish it's basically like a way to get you basically are turning your meats into little tiny versions of steaks no. you know what yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah, you're cutting yeah. it up and now they're just little tiny versions of whatever you cooked did you have a seared. name for it already or not the the, the sear shank oh sear right. shank, shank right. like a knife sear like searing mhm um guys and that's you know the technology I wish I could get this under $30. I really do. I talked to my $30, guys. $30. I really wish I could. Cheap. But it's going to come in at $89.99. And it's just the, and, and honestly, that's as low as I could get it. It's just the technology. You yeah. Know? That's I like see. super hot. Right. Very dangerous technology. So What's one, I got to make sure it's safe. You touch this coil by accident and you're fucking fried. You're going right? to slice off your finger. Yeah. You got to be super safe with this gotta, bad boy. You know, you know it, this is not... This and what is, are we thinking? It's like an electric current running through these wires? No, it's, it's just, an actual sear, like a hot... It's, it's hot. <laughs> it's Electricity's hot, hot, isn't it? Dude. And we have amethyst strings and that's how we get it so hot. Oh. Don't know what that word is. Exactly. <laughs> Amethyst-based strings. It's a gem. No further questions on yeah, that word. <laughs> very hot. It's actually, you know, it's a it's a blue blue flame. Oh, wow. So they that, say that's that, the hottest. Yeah, I know. And well, I mean, we could go white. We could go white, but we, it's a blue flame, Nick, and it slices right through. So that amethyst is so sharp. It would go through it on its own. Right. It honestly would. But you Room temperature butter type of, like, that's, that's how much effort you put into yes, it. Yes, yeah. It, you'll never press down on your steak and lose any juices. It's it honestly will blow your fucking mind. 
And it sounds pretty fucking dope and to so me. And so again, dude. that's eighty nine ninety nine, and and on, we hope to be up on Amazon soon uh, for the sheer shank. David, can I ask you? Are you as a customer? Uh, yeah, you don't even have to finish the sentence. <laughs> Great, I'm out. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I love the idea. I think it's genius. Uh, I'd love to see that technology or, or then you're where it's coming it, Imagine from. dicing it, and it's like seared everywhere. Yeah, it sounds yep. very in one of those videos you see on. You're like, this is so satisfying to Just, see. You it know? cuts like butter. Is there yeah. anything? Say, better? say I got a T-bone or one of them. Uh, tomahawk. We'll cut through the bone. Yeah, right. Goes through the bone. Right through the bone. And which is why you, know, you can suck safety. that marrow right out. Well, which is why I urge right out, you Mac. watch the, the DVD uh, safety care mm-hmm. that comes with a package. It's a seven-part it series. Works. It's a four hours of DVDs. Learn how it works. Learn how to use it properly. I mean, honestly, it's also good for restaurants. Yeah, maybe it's not even ready for a prosumer market yet. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey, are you in as a customer investor? I'm so in as a customer and, and very much in as an investor, too. I think uh, everyone's buying up these culinary toys left and right. There's not enough. I got I one want of those sous vides that's like uh, the the water cooker. Have you used it yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah? I mean, dude, the fucking, the eggs you can cook with that thing? Mm. And the mm. chicken, well, you, you know, you cook it in there and then you sear it. You sear it. You sear it after? It's all about searing. You have to sear it after because otherwise it's just like well-cooked chicken that's like right. wet. Yeah. So it's like sear it up, bro. I'm, I'm so into this right now, Mike. I, I am hungry a bit. I know, me too. I wish there were snacks. So you're in, customer, investor, and... Customer, investor, and... I love it. Promoter. Glad to have you guys on board with the shit. It's also a good weapon if there's ever, like, a fucking full fight, you know? You can just slice someone's face off. Now, does she get hot immediately, or do we take a shower, and then she's hot? Well, what you want to do is, like, we give a 30-second charge. Mm -hmm. And so from there... It's like a defibrillator. It's like how an iron has to take time to heat up. Right, right, right. Very cool. But once it's it's heated up, it's ready to go. All right, great. Huge. Huge. Maybe I really wish uh, you went on you know, my idea so we'd have a perfect little game going here. But I thought I wasn't on it. No, I, I, it was well, just too long term for me. You know, I'm, true, I'm a very short term hey, thinker. Yeah, hey, that, that's the business world. But uh, guys, let's take a little break and let's come back and we'll hear from. We'll do a little catch of the day here from the nation. Oh yeah, perfect. And we're back, boys. Good break. Wait, hold on. Do you smell that? Mm-hmm. It's this week's Catch of the Day. The segment of the show where we salute fellow hustlers out in the real world making it happen. Guys, this is this idea this week is a better version of something that we pitched maybe around episode two or three, Nick. What do you think? It was the first user submission we ever got, maybe in the second or third um, episode. Guys, it's called the Scream Box. Okay, so what this is is, I mean, picture... I would say uh, a 10 by 10. Like or a tissue box. A, like almost. a tissue box. Like a box that, a big box you can hold mm-hmm. that's the, side, the size of your face, but maybe not as wide. And what it is, is it's made of a special foam. And this is very important for those who are still not dealing well with the results of the election or just any current new, any, any whether whatever side of the election you're on, who cares? What, this is for anyone who's stressed, okay? Yep. It's a box. You put it over your face. There's a soundproof foam. You scream into it. You feel better. Yep. There's I mean, no other way to do it. No other way to describe it. And then that muffles no uh, what ninety ninety five percent of the sound. It sounds like I think it's a hundred percent. Hundred percent. I want to say it's a hundred percent. I like that. I mean, I used to uh, scream into my pillow. But it's it's hard to like. It doesn't. It, it number one, you're putting it, you're putting a lot of bad energy into your pillow. This is the end. You can still hear it. 
I shouldn't have played. The ad. <laughs> I I realize now it was a bad idea to play the ad while we were recording the episode. I would buy a screen box, it. though. It's actually not as good as I thought. I, <laughs> uh, you, I mean, you heard that. You could still kind of hear the screen. But it's less than, uh, infinitely less than actually a screen, pr- not infinitely. Screen. I think but. it's a good idea. I think it's more of like something that they would sell at like uh, Spencer's. Yeah. That would be great. Give, 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 it, a, give a scream to this pillow. Give, Dave, scream to the pillow and see what happens. Uh, but, but not in front of the microphone. No, in, into the microphone. Right. Definitely into the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right there. Okay, yeah, that didn't do anything. Yeah, Whoa. Right. That pillow did nothing. Wait, little, toss uh, me a pillow. Toss me a pillow. This one might be different, though. Do this it's one. A it's a thicker little pillow. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably like I mean, 30% there. That's actually not bad. I'm going to get a screaming because I'm feeling a little. <laughs> it doesn't do shit. It helps a little bit. I mean, but maybe. I mean, if he didn't have the pillow there, oh, we yeah. would all be so loud. But also, how much better do you guys feel after screaming? I feel, feel great. great. Actually, I, oh, I was, man. that was awesome. I usually do it underwater in I my, have like uh, a, my bathtubs. Yeah, a splitting pain in my side. I think I like. I'm actually seeing like these like white sharp. Uh, Whoa, like, Jeff! You have a major light. nosebleed. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! You have a major fucking nosebleed right now. Feels good though. You know? uh, I mean, I think that's proof that the screen box is great. I do. I think it basically took your volume down from a hundred to ten. You know, it's nice to have, especially, you know, during the holiday season, if you're home oh, with your yeah. family, it's portable. Uh, it's it's not something that I screams. Go, yeah. This is a scream box. You I know? used to go down to the basement into like a cedar closet and like chain smoke when I was stressed out. Mm-hmm. What basement? Uh, you haven't been to my parents. I don't think you've ever even been to my parents. New I haven't. No, there's a basement. There's you a cedar scream? closet. And I would, no, I would just like go down there and like chain smoke. And be oh, I see. Out. And my mom would be like, the cedar closet smells like, we know you're smoking in the cedar closet. <laughs> what, cedar, what do you think a cedar, cedar closet is? Cedar soaks up everything. My mom was like, what do you think a cedar closet is? Like, we don't smell you chain smoking <laughs> in the closet. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> it actually, uh, the cedar helps uh, really magnify the smell yeah, of Yeah, it's uh, even worse. Well, nicotine. let's hear it for the screen box. And amplifies the screams. <laughs> I think you can find that. I mean, the link we were sent was on like uh, Facebook, but I think if you were to Google like screen box, I actually uh, think it's in its Kickstarter phase, so they need like forty thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. Actually, oh, it is. <laughs> Let's see. Hold on, I'll go to the Kickstarter really quick because, I, okay, before I see it, how much would you pay for the screen box? Nineteen ninety nine sounds fair. I don't think I'm going over thirty to be honest. Right, what I would pay, I would hope not. Let's see. Let's see what it is. So they've raised. Oof. They've only <laughs> raised three thousand of the twenty thousand they need. But they still have two months to go. Mm-hmm. So hey, maybe we can get this shit started. Maybe we should like get like Kickstarter to advertise on our podcast. Yeah, Nick, how about that? Um, so basically, that we missed out on the twenty nine dollars or more where you get the super early bird screen box. Uh, but right now there's thirty seven less, and you can get it for thirty five dollars, mm-hmm. or you can get it for thirty nine. How much does a good pillow cost, Nick? Well, I mean, actually, around that, thirty-five I mean, bucks for a pillow. Honestly, it's a pretty good like a uh, Christmas gift, or mm-hmm. like a like if you want to get someone a gift, but you didn't want to like like oh, I really thought you loved this jacket. It's like you can get them something like, hey man, this is just for when you're stressed out. I actually think thirty-five dollars is a good like gag gift. Yeah, anything a, under fifty is pretty. It's solid. a gag gift, but it's also a gag gift that has a purpose, which yeah, I think I feel better know, from the scream. I have a headache, but I feel better. I, I feel mm-hmm. great. You know, it opens up the lungs a bit. Like mm-hmm. you don't really get those chances to do Let's that. Here for the screen box. 
All right, boys, you know what time it is. You know, you know a lot of the times, the, our fellow, our loyal listeners, the Twinovation Nation, their ideas are better than ours. Today, and, not so. <laughs> and right now, it's time for the nation to rise up. This is the part of the show where we hear from two loyal members of the Twinovation Nation. This first one comes from Maggie. Are you guys here? Are you guys ready to hear what she has to say? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maggie's idea is, well, Maggie writes... Hello, gentlemen. First and foremost, would like to offer my sincere condolences to you from your neighbors up north regarding the recent election. I can't help but wonder how Huff was involved to make this happen, but the whole situation just reeks of his signature. <laughs> Let me pose a question. What's the worst thing about throwing a big party? Cleaning up. Oh. Police. Uh, speakers blow out. Okay. On two episodes ago, Jeff answered that question with another question. Oh. What do you do? With the balloons. You said this on the Fuck Trump episode. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. You've got all these decorations that you probably spend a decent amount of money on. And when are you ever going to use them again? This is where my idea, reparty, comes in. <laughs> I'm really glad it wasn't reparted. <laughs> I was like, thank God it's just reparty. We will swoop in after your party is done and retrieve all the viable party decorations. Using proprietary technology, we can re-roll streamers deflate balloons without breaking them, including top-tier items like helium balloons, and sterilize cups and party favors. Then we resell them at a slightly below retail value and cut a mean profit. The pickup fee for a party will depend on the size, but let's say start at a base of $30 for a small party. So the party host pays us $30 to come and take these decorations off of their hands so they don't have to deal with it. Probably takes like one hour tops. Then we do our bit, making them pretty much good as new, and sell them online at a competitive price. I don't think we'll be laughing our way to the bank doing this, but I think we would be able to live comfortably and do a good deed for the planet, especially since it's about to go to shit since America elected a president who denies climate change as being a real thing. True that. Jeffrey's already taken advantage of that. Mm -hmm. Even if Hillary didn't win this last time, we can recycle Clinton-related decorations if Chelsea ever decides to run. You never know. Stay scheming, Maggie. P.S. Dave, the dual gun on that fuck Trump episode was really alarming, and I think you should probably seek out medical attention. I will. uh, I I will. I will. (laughs) That's true. I mean, I've been saying it for years. Uh, Let's talk about Maggie's idea. Great. It is good. It's also basically you're get, someone's paying you $30 to kind of clean up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm against it just because it seems like it, it slows down uh, my beachfront property, like recycling in any form. Uh, I, I think will help the world. And I need the Don't world be to selfish hurt. Here. I need the world to hurt right now. Don't be selfish, bud. Other than that, I think it's a fabulous Baby, idea. Maybe what do you think? Yeah, I think it's got, like, you know, not everything has to be a billion-dollar idea. No, like, I mean, you know, listen, you gotta, like, you gotta just... Sometimes you gotta make the trade-off. Do I want to work before you walk, 40, bro? 50, 60 hours a week just to break even in a city that's too expensive to live in? Or, you know, do I want to do something on my own? You know, make a little cheese here, you gotta a crawl before you queso walk. there. You I guess I'm a little anti-reusing uh, the cups just out of... Uh, cups is a bit much, but I guess if you had the proper much. steam clean technology... Right. But I like the idea of like, hey, even, even if it's a, a lesser form of this idea, we take those balloons to a nice old home, you know? Yeah, or like refill. I mean, honestly, like balloons, no one ever thinks about it. How much? That just must be wasteful. So wasteful. Helium. Party decorations, balloons, mm-hmm. streamers, all that shit. 
I'm like all into this because it saves the planet, and I think she should be charging more than thirty dollars. I think you charge seventy five bucks because you're not going to a frat house and cleaning up cups. You're going to like a nice, well, a nicest the- party who like they had decorations and stuff. Right. Wait, who's getting charged thirty dollars? The par- the people who had the party or yeah. the people who are getting the people who had the party. Okay, I thought it was like for the next person in line. No, they charge. The I think this is you. We charge them thirty dollars. We come and basically clean up your apartment, and take right. stuff out. We don't clean it there, but we take the shit out right. and we clean it somewhere else. I'm into I that. think you're going to need to up the prices to pay for both um, the labor to get the stuff and the labor to clean it. I think Amen need, to I that, need brother. To go up from I agree. There. You might even have to go to 75 or 100 But other than but that... But I like where Maggie's head's at. Maggie, like your head. Maggie, like your head? <laughs> Maggie, like your head, dude. Good head. Good brain inside that head. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's the kind of idea I'm looking for. Like, what's a problem? How do I fix it? Mm -hmm. Very direct. We've all seen just popping balloons the night after a party. What's the point? You know, it's uh, more fulfilling and stress-relieving than popping a balloon. Screaming into a box. True that. Ooh. All right, you guys ready for the the next submission? You better believe it. All right, this comes from our man, Iman. Iman, right? I-M-A-N? E-M-A-N. I could have said Iman, but I think it's Iman. I I know an I-M-A-N. I would, if it was Owen, it's definitely Iman. I don't know. Iman writes, Hey, guys, let me pose you a question. What is the biggest problem in music festivals? Bathrooms. Uh, I'm just going to say you. I'm, t- I'm tired, like, hour two. I want to go home. That's right, folks. The price. It's too damn expensive to go to a festival. Here in Australia, a three-day uh, pass costs upwards of $300. <laughs> I mean... It's more than that. I mean, that's about right. It's like probably like 500, 600 for VIP. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but does it have to? <laughs> Iman asks. The solution is quite simple a drug chemical formula that makes your wrist swollen for a short period of time. During that time, your wrist is swollen and big. You get the wristbands. When the swelling reduces, you're able to simply slip off your wristband. Once you have a loose band, you're able to, you are able to get into the festival, then get a friend or someone willing to go back outside the festival with your wristband and give it to your friends. Then repeat this process until everyone is in. Since music festivals are all about friends, you would never want to go alone, which is why this product would work so well. You and your friends are able to split the price of the original ticket. The more friends, the cheaper. This swelling-inducing drug may be some form of a small reaction which causes a select area to expand, such as what happens with a spider bite or a sprain. This product will forever be known as the slipper. <laughs> I don't know, Iman. There's a pretty uh, well-known product that's called a slipper. Anyway, for your, from your biggest Aussie fan, I'm talking muscle size, not allegiance to you. E-man. Oh, it's E-Man. 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 Big so, fan of the E-Man. It's E-Man. Sorry for that, E-Man, for calling E-Man. Uh, great idea. Wait, Absolutely fan. Wait, so, so does every person that you give it back to also have to take this you know, uh, no, you only pill? need the first person to do it because they set the wrist size, right? So, as long oh, as everyone else's right. wrist size is the same, so why not just get some fat person? To do it? <laughs> well, because then, because then they can't, then you got to be off. friends with fat people, no, no, dude? because then they, they can't take it off. They're if they're yeah. if they're fatter, then presumably their hand is larger. No, as well. So, what he's saying is like it's swollen, <laughs> they wrap it around the swell, the swelling goes down. You can now slip it off and give it to your friends, right. A little just a quick injection. snake bite. Just a very quick snake bite to the old wrist. <laughs> but you still need a second person to bring out the wristband. You have to the, the second person. You have the second person. So the second person. A lot of the, the problems with a lot of these festivals is there's no reentry for anyone. So you can't like have a person 
go out and hand a friend a wristband. There's ways. Yeah. Airways, definitely ways. You find, you find a fence, yeah, or you find a little chain link fence. There's and ways. Put, yeah, there's ways. We've all done there, it before. You've been yeah. with us when we've done this. That's true. <laughs> but I'm suave. That's hey, how you gonna get in the VIP. I'm a huge, huge fan of this. He didn't, did he say a price? I don't think he did. I for think the should, medication you're I think, saying? Yeah, I think for the medication it should be like 50 bucks, and then you can get like 30 shots out of it right and they're just little like little nippers you just pop them in a quick snake yeah. bite yeah. to the old and wrist. i think it, if it lasts only you know 30 minutes and you actually can't do much drinking on this uh infused <laughs> well yeah you're gonna be pretty down. dizzy and, and only one of you have got the bite and you shouldn't <laughs> listen to loud music either well there's a, there's a lot of like psycho uh active effects to the to the snake bite so you're on your own trip <laughs> you know you're tripping you're basically All of a tripping. sudden, that's the real idea. A little, little snake oil for your Ooh, boys. How about a little... Maybe pop it in the back of your throat, crunch down, a see what venom, happens. A little venom, a little venom in the veins, see what happens. Let's hear it for you, man. I think we all love it. It's great. Like, we went to... Uh, Jeffrey, we went to... Uh, what did we go to? Uh, Panorama? Yeah, Panorama. But we, we, were swap, we were swapping wristbands out, we were right? We swapping a lot of wristbands out, especially them VIPs where you get the that's how you better bathroom. Free drinks. Oh, yeah. Oh, because you gave me your VIP, and I went and took a nice poop during oh, the yeah. festival. Well, you gotta. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta do it. All right. Well, boys, that's the episode. Great episode. I mean, I think the nation brought it. We, one of our best first rounds. Yeah. It, I, th- I think we're ending the year in a great way. Uh, so what are we... Boys, What are you spending Thanksgiving together? Uh, we will be. By the time this be. comes out, it'll be after Thanksgiving. It will be the day after. Are you going to have to start missing Thanksgiving with your family? I'm not sure. I, uh, He's already started. Yeah, yeah. I oh, am. Yeah. He's well. In, oh, you're not we alternate, with your family? We, we alternate Thanksgiving and Christmas every year. So They just do Thanksgiving do... very well. You know, it's it's not something I that... I don't blame you for it. Yeah. I love Christmas with Sarah. Like, holidays, was, it's nice to have another family's holiday. For sure. There's nothing better. They're also really I'm good... stuck at home, dude. They're also really good gift givers. A Thanksgiving gift? Well, gifts? because we won't see... Because Sarah's mom won't be with Will and, and Kara for Christmas. So we're doing Christmas for them. Oh, that's a good idea. And then Sarah's Boy. mom will come up with us for Christmas, and we'll do Christmas with all that. So basically, I'm we're giving gifts to Will and Kara. So is their mom. And then Will and Kara are giving out gifts on Thanksgiving. That's a great idea. It is, because idea. everyone gets... It's also like early Christmas, dude. Yeah. Very that's cool. top notch. What are you doing, Jeffrey? Uh, I'll be uh, stranded. At home without my friends in town. Oh, that's Be- rough. And uh, we'll figure it out from there. We're going to reheat some turkey because we're not big cooks over there. What? You don't do Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, we order food. What about your mom? Uh, my mom's going to hang out with her other friends. <laughs> and your dad's not going to cook Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, he's not really a chef. Yeah, but you can order it. We are. I mean, we're, we're ordering it. We're yeah. picking it. We pick it up the night before and then we, we zap it. You zap the, it in the microwave? Well, I'll probably put Dave, it in the... don't ever go home for Thanksgiving, <laughs> dude. What? We give it a, a quick little... Z- well, we pick it up the night before. We end up eating well, it I mean, places are an open before. Thanksgiving day. Yeah, what are are? You gonna, no. No, they're not. Places are closed Thanksgiving. Oh. Eater, zap it. Eateries? Well, I'll put it in the oven because I, li- I like things a little nicer. Well, you're a chef. You can handle it. Yeah, I will. It's just a little stressful. I'd like my friends to be around, to be honest. I'd like you guys to cancel your plans and help me out. Absolutely not, dude. I got early Christmas going on. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. I'm hoping I get some good books. <laughs> oh, yeah? No. The Times? Uh, I'd like a three-year subscription to The Times. <laughs> Yeah, fun fact. Uh, well, guys, I'll miss you on Thanksgiving. 
I wish you the best of luck. And to all our fans out there, have a good Thanksgiving. And as always, stay scheming and stay dreaming. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, make some more purpose. Now I know this true. Saw the day with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. Oprah, Oprah, buddy, getting Oprah, buddy. Oprah, Oprah, buddy, getting Oprah, buddy, getting Oprah, buddy, getting Oprah, buddy. That was a headgum podcast.